Good morning, church. I hope you're excited to be in the house of the Lord this morning. I know we are. Why don't you guys go ahead and stand up? We're all going to worship this morning together. Shout out your praise. Oh, oh, oh. 
face that I have seen The realness of your love for me Is written on your hands and feet It's all the evidence I'll ever need So it's with me this morning Better than life I can't even wrap my mind around it And one day, even your house Is better than a thousand elsewhere Your love keeps on running Running, keeps on running after me It keeps on running, running Keeps on running after me yeah. Now there's no one can take your place And there's nothing I can separate No Oh, how wide, how wide, how deep Is your love The greatest love the world has ever seen
Oh, every time I turn around, you keep blowing my mind every time. Yeah, you keep blowing my mind every time. Oh, every time I turn around, you keep blowing my mind every time. Oh, cause your love, your love is better than life. I can't even wrap my mind around it. One day, here in your house, it's better than a thousand elsewhere. Your love keeps on running, running, keeps on running after me. Keeps on running, running, keeps on running after me.
Hi. 
this morning what do we have to give that's worthy of all that you've given us so God this morning you have our all we take that offering basket we put it on the floor and we step into it and we say God have all of me because you're so worthy of it. So God, this morning, we just wanna pour out what we have. We wanna pour out our praise. We pour out our gratitude at the feet of Jesus. Well, good morning and welcome to Anastasia Church on this Mission Sunday. We are so glad that you are joining with us today. If this is your first time, I want to wish you a special welcome from our pastors, our ministry staff. We're so glad that you're choosing to worship with us today. There's a few ways that you can get connected with our church family. You can stop by our welcome desk out in the atrium. We have a gift just for you. Or you can scan the QR code that's on the screen here. That will pull up our digital connect card. You can also text the number 904-441-6900 and type the word connect. That will pull up our digital bulletin, our connect card, fill that out. And if you're a regular here and you would like to be prayed over, that's also a great way to get connected, to send those prayer requests. Um, and we pray over those each and every week. 
A few announcements we have going on. If you happen to fall into the 55 and better crowd, our next senior adult luncheon will be tomorrow at 11:30. I hope that you can join. They have they're a fun group. I'm not going to lie. When I'm 55 and better, I can't wait to join them, but I'll take my time getting there. So if you um, would like to be part of that luncheon, it's happening tomorrow. This Wednesday, during our Kids Praise and Bible Studies, we will have a night of worship over in the sanctuary. So I hope that you will be able to attend that. If you're already on campus, dropping kiddos off, uh, go head over there. I know that you will be blessed. You may have noticed our atrium looks a lot different this Sunday. We are so excited to have our mission partners with us this morning. If you haven't had a chance yet to go walk around, hopefully after the service, you'll get the opportunity. In your bulletin, you'll have a guide that looks just like this. It tells you all of the tables, um, where they're located, what the ministries are to help you navigate the atrium. We also have a missions guide for you if you didn't get one of these. It tells you more about our mission partnerships here at Anastasia Church. And something that my family has loved about this church since we started coming here is our mission to send people out, to share the good news, to fulfill the Great Commission in Matthew 28, where Jesus says, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. And I love that our church not only says that's our mission, but lives it out weekend and week out. And a few of our mission partners out there, I just want to focus, um, highlight, we have a trip to Ecuador happening in November. If you stop by the Pate Ministries table, they can tell you all about it. But they're still looking for a few people, from what I heard, that are willing to go and be the hands and feet in Ecuador. We have trips coming up to France and to Costa Rica. We are literally going across the globe to share the good news of Christ. And if you couldn't tell, there's also mission partners that are local, that are helping people in our community each and every week. And so thank you so much for your generosity and helping make it a, a reality that we can be a part of the good work that God is doing. There's a few ways that you can partner with us. And I would say the first and most important way is to pray. If you are not already praying over these missionaries, I want to encourage you, get one of these booklets, take them home and pray over them. Find a missionary, a ministry that you can pray for each and every day. And when you pray for them, ask God to move in a mighty way. The next way that you can help support these is by giving. Our tithes and offerings here at Anastasia Church go to support missionaries. So anytime that you give to Anastasia Church, you are supporting a missionary. There's a few ways that you can do that. You can text that number 904-441-6900 and text the word connect. You can scan the QR code for the giving options or you can give your offering in the offering boxes that are located throughout. But just know that when you give to Anastasia Church, you are giving to missionaries. You are giving to um, our passion and our desire to see people know Jesus. So thank you so much for your generosity. And the third way that you can be involved is that you can go. 
you can be the feet of Jesus. I love that our theme is ready, set, go, because we don't wanna just be people who sit in a church building, who reap all of God's benefits, but don't go. So I hope this morning you find yourself able to pray, able to give, and able to go. Let's pray for our offerings. Lord, we just come to you this morning and we thank you so much for your son and for the gift of eternal life, Lord. And we don't wanna keep that a secret, Lord. We don't wanna keep him to ourselves. And so I pray that we would be encouraged and inspired this morning to go, to be your hands and feet, Lord. For the offerings that are given today, Lord, I pray that they would be blessed in abundance so that your gospel, your good news can reach all the corners of the earth, Lord. We love you, amen. Amen. Hey guys, it's Mission Sunday. Very exciting. You know, it is amazing that this congregation has an impact. You have an impact locally and an impact globally. And what we wanted to do this Mission Sunday, instead of bringing some person in from the outside, someone that came a long distance away, we wanted to share with you just some very compelling real life accounts of people in this congregation who are making a difference and some of the community ministry partners that are around here and, and, and hopefully inspire all of us uh, on the next step. Because, you know, we're in this time uh, where we feel like the vision for Anastasia Baptist Church, that it's time to run. And so that's not just us as an organization, that's us individually. So as you watch this video, ready, set, go. just a champion in missions work. Uh, you're involved uh, with Epicure, Hope for Haiti. Uh, you just got back from Ukraine. How did you have such a passion for mission work and doing missions, um, not only in our community, but internationally, all over the world? Well, um, you know, praise God. That's just how God put me together, I think. I am, you know, I think God laid missions on my heart when, uh, when I was... Uh, younger, I think um, Elizabeth Elliot uh, was a big uh, mentor of mine, just reading her books, um, watching how she went back to go serve a community that um, actually killed her husband, and she went back with her children to minister to them and uh, won over a whole tribe for Jesus, and that really inspired me and uh, pushed, pushed me toward missions, and um, as a new Christian, I knew that's what I wanted to do. Talk a little bit about Epicure, what you're doing with them. So my sister founded Epicure when she um, 
was inspired by a movie that she watched called Wasted. And my sister's always been very passionate about feeding people, and um, especially the food insecure. We grew up in an environment that um, where we were food insecure, and we didn't always, you know, have food in the refrigerator. We didn't always know where our next meal was coming from. And so, you know, when we watched um, that movie Wasted and figured out that there was a solution to the problem because America throws away 30 to 40 percent of the food that is manufactured in the United States. It goes straight to a landfill. And so the thought that we could rescue the food and feed the people was like a light that went off. And so um, she went down that path and uh, I was, um, you know, right there with her to support her in that ministry because it's so important. And, you know, right now we feed over 2,000 families every single week, not people, families every week. So. That's incredible. Hope for Haiti, share a little bit about what you've been doing with that uh, organization. Absolutely. Shay and Peter uh, Fontana at hosted a missions trip where they invited some nurses and medical professionals to go with them um, to work with a local clinic there and to conduct um, health screenings on some of the children. And that was my very first one. And I um, immediately responded and said, yes, that's what I always wanted to do. And uh, ever since then, I've been going back as often as I possibly can. Um, there's still about, you know, there's over 40 orphans there. There's 150 school children there um, that still need our love and support and care. You just got back from Ukraine. Uh, share a little bit about what God's doing there. So in Ukraine, um, even though it, uh, you know, not much has changed since the war broke out, the, the front lines, you know, wax and wane back and forth between Russia and Ukraine. Um, many, many lives are being lost. Uh, limbs are being lost. Um, families are suffering. Um, there's not much food uh, on these front lines um, available, not even for the soldiers. Um, they're out of their medications, and there's a lot of work to be done there. Um, but praise God, yeah, he's moving in a mighty way among the churches there. Even though Russia's been targeting the evangelical churches, um, and over 240 have been destroyed, many more probably since that, that count was taken, um, you know, the, the, the ministry is still very strong. The, the churches have turned into humanitarian aid centers, and through the churches, they are bringing in the medical supplies that are needed, the, the food, the shelter. Um, and so it's really the churches that are there that are ministering and serving to their community, bringing, um, bringing the health, the wellness, the food, um, the care, the support, the love, the counsel, um, you know, everything that they need. And uh, lives are being saved for Jesus because of it. Our theme is Ready, Set, Go this Sunday, and it seems you were just always going. <laughs> Why do you do this? Um, because I have seen with my own eyes the miracles that God performs when you say yes. Um, you know, it didn't always make sense for me. I've been on many trips um, to many areas that I never thought that I would be in. Um, but when God calls us and you respond and you say yes, um, you know, the things that he shows you, the way that he changes you, um, you know, the, the connections that you make, the people that you meet um, will change you forever. It changes your story. And honestly, I, you know, it is a privilege to be part of God's story when you answer and say yes, because he has um, just experiences that you, know, you wouldn't get to experience if you just stay home in the comfort of your own home. You should go. Yeah, we were talking earlier and you were sharing, you just go and then you worry about the details later, <laughs> where I think for most people, they've got to have all the details figured out yeah. and then they decide if they're going to go or not. But you just, if God's calling, you just go. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, and I, I am... 
my circumstances have changed now, but there was a time when I was a single mom, uh, working night shift to pay my bills, going to school, um, you know, working on my master's degree, trying to take care of my kids, you know, trying to, you know, working at Epicure, and had a lot going on, and um, God would call me to go on a mission trip, and it did not make sense at all for me to go. And if I would have, you know, stammered and thought about it for just two seconds, I could have come up with a hundred reasons why I shouldn't go. Um, but my response was yes, and God worked out all the details for me to be able to go. And, uh, and while I was on this particular mission trip, um, not only were we able to um, you know, make a difference um, in that community and in that city, um, but an answer to a very big prayer came about when I responded and said yes um, to go to the Abacos after, after a hurricane. Um, that was where I met um, a person who um, stepped up to, to save a child's life that I had been praying for for a very long time and provided the resources. Um, and, and Share that story yeah. because it's amazing. Yeah, so I was actually on a plane on my way to the Abacos after the hospital had voluntold me that I should go and um, respond to the hurricane that had happened, Hurricane Dorian. And um, again, another situation that didn't really make sense for me to go, um, you know, being, being a single mom, working nights, going to school. Um, and, but, you know, I, I immediately responded and said yes, because I, I love doing this sort of thing. And, and thankfully, God worked out all the details for me to be able to go, um, but, you know, financially, time-wise, vacation time, kids, animals, pets, all the things, the house, um, everything just fell into place. And um, while I was on the plane on the way to the Abacos, um, I had been praying for one of the children at the village in Haiti uh, who was born with a congenital heart defect, which was going to soon be fatal for him if we didn't get him the help that we needed. And uh, while I had been working and praying for almost a year trying to figure out how to get him here, um, I'm sitting in the back of this plane on the way, and I hear the owner of this plane um, sort of explaining to the doctor that I'm traveling with um, how um, he got involved in sort of in missions, and that was that his son was born with a congenital heart defect. And um, when the technology caught up with his defect and they were finally able to save his son, out of that gratitude, he founded a charity called Patrons of the Heart. I just about fell out of my chair in the back of that plane. Of course, I'm like, I need to talk to him. I need to talk to him. And uh, he came back in the plane and heard my story and just patted me on the shoulder and said, don't worry, Wendy, we'll get your kid here. And shortly after that, he was flown here and had two major open heart surgeries, multiple cardiac catheterizations, and he is alive and well and doing well. And many of you know this child and have met him. He's here at the church um, attending uh, Anastasia Baptist 16. And, you know, these are the miracles that you see when you say yes to God Absolutely. and you go. Yeah. And, and so we just want to encourage uh, the church family uh, today to go. The Women's Refuge, we are first a discipleship ministry. Um, we assist in uh, jail ministry. We help women coming from um, all different places, all walks of life. Um, the women come here and uh, we help them get back on their feet. Um, they grow in the Lord. Um, we help them get a job in their, in their third phase. You're one of our partner ministries, uh, and Anastasia, uh, as a church, we support you. We'll share a little bit about what that support means and, and what it helps you accomplish. Well, your support um, helps us keep our doors open. Um, we have women that um, come here from um, institutions and hospitals and from hopeless places, and um, so we keep our home running and helps us pay for materials and food and Bible studies, um, hygienes, everything that we need here. 
to keep this ministry going. Uh, Richard and Jeffrey Starrett are here. They're helping you with some floors. Uh, I know volunteers are crucial, and I'm thinking if there's somebody in the church maybe is looking to get involved or volunteer, just maybe share how important that is and, and maybe um, you know places where volunteers can plug in. We need help with transportation. Um, uh, if, you're, if God lays it on your heart to come in and do a Bible study, you can contact me and we can move forward from there. Uh, we have uh, many opportunities for volunteering. Well, today we're working on the, the floor. The kitchen and dining room both had some rot, had some uh, uneven flooring surfaces. So yesterday we came in, we demoed the whole floor, Jeffrey floated the floor, and now today we're installing the LVP. Yeah, this is incredible, and what a blessing uh, to the Women's Refuge. Um, what would your encouragement to be uh, to the church uh, as far as getting involved and, and doing missions? I mean, how, how has it blessed you, and, and what, would you, what would be the encouragement to them? I believe God has, has led me to do this kind of work. He's blessed me with skills in my hands that I can do these kind of things, and I can tell you, for me, it's as much blessing for them as it is to me, to see how it affects them, just the small things that we're able to do sometimes, and it seems to affect them, you know, in an enormous way. So to me, it's, it's, it's a blessing to me to be able to do this kind of stuff also. So now we're here at the home of Alpha Omega, and we're blessed to have Lisa Franklin, who is the CEO, Executive Director of Alpha Omega Miracle Home. And uh, Lisa, tell the church a little bit about what is going on with Alpha Omega right now. All right. Well, Alpha Omega has been around for 20, almost 25 years now, and we are a home for unwed moms, their children, and senior women over the age of 60 who find themselves um, homeless and really needing a support system. And you know the prices in St. John's County, so we are here to truly love on them, give them stability, accountability, um, the comprehensive services that they need um, to be successful in our community. Alpha Omega is one of our partner agencies, which, which means, church, when you give to Acts 8 Missions, uh, a little portion of that is going uh, to Alpha Omega. Um, share a little bit about, over the years, what that support has meant to you and to the ministry. Yeah, so, Pastor Bobby, when we um, do our budget each year, we always look at the budget and you just have to lean on God and know that He is the one that's going to supply our needs. And we could not do it without the partners. And Anastasia Baptist Church has done such a beautiful job over the years in supporting our community, um, not only financially, which is such a blessing, but also through the volunteers, through diaper drives, through so many different supportive ways. So we cannot say thank you enough to the church for making that happen. We need volunteers. We need, um, we need a team of people to help us to love on these young ladies and these children and really share the love of Christ. And that's what they need to see. When we say yes to God, He equips us, He teaches us, um, He has grace and mercy on us if we don't know what we're doing, and He will provide um, that encouragement to make that step, um, fill out that application to become a volunteer, and you will just 
you'll, you'll be blessed. I, I don't know how else to say it, buddy. It, yeah. We always say we're not qualified, but God says, if I call you, you're qualified, right? Absolutely. Share with the church family what is happening outside behind these offices. Yeah, so we were talking about qualified. When God placed this on my heart in 1993, um, we opened our first home in 99. Um, over the years, he has continued to supply our needs in housing. We have 20 properties at this point, but the need is great. Um, we have a new campus, and on our new campus, we will add an additional 20 um, apartments, and we'll also have a com community of resource center and a child care, and we are just watching him do what only God can do. Get out there and see what God is going to do with you and your team because you know you have a schedule you have events but you know when you go out there into an environment you really got to depend on the Lord he really shows up and uh, this one particularly Ecuador is really great because uh, if you haven't done missions uh, this is a great one to get started on uh, because the Pates, the ministry, Pate Ministry has been there for so many years and they receive mission teams that uh, they have a schedule of events that just plugs you in and you get immediately involved with seeing what the Lord is doing with uh, kind of like a, uh, a mini VBS kind of, kind of thing where we go out, we visit kids and, and put on uh, about a two-hour uh, program giving a lesson and songs and all this and it's two a day but you see so much of the the culture and get to visit with the people uh it's just a great experience when is the upcoming trip to ecuador and what will you be doing okay so the upcoming trip is the 25th of november through the first of december uh and that sounds like thanksgiving but it's actually after thanksgiving and uh it's a one-week trip uh, we fly out of Fort Lauderdale. It's a four-hour flight. This is a, a, a inexpensive trip as far as uh, mission trips goes. Um, we get in there. We stay the night uh, in the hotel, and then we make our way through the beautiful countryside to Montaneta uh, on the coastal region. And uh, we'll be there for five or six days doing our, our thing, and then we come back to uh, Guayaquil, uh, the second largest city in Ecuador and get back on our plane, come back home. Don, what would you say to the people watching this who are hesitant to get involved in missions? What encouragement would you give them to go? Uh, from my own experience, it's a process that you go through where you're excited, you feel like you want to do it, it's something you wish the Lord would take you on a journey for, but you will go through these moments of not being sure and doubt, and a lot of people might decide to, you know, take that opportunity and, and get away from it when they really need to push through that and they'll find themselves getting closer and closer to the trip that uh, the Lord starts showering them more and more with confirmation. And then once they get on the trip, they'll definitely feel like they did the right thing by going. It's something that's going to improve your walk with the Lord exponentially. What growth might occur in your life over two years of 
being in town and going to church and Bible study is really great. But I can tell you that you're going to grow a tremendous amount and you're, and you're going to learn so many things about yourself in, in a, a long mission trip or, or even the, the shorter ones that we do. Yeah, I think there's something about going on a mission trip where you kind of get outside your comfort zone and you're you're kind of in faith just seeing what's going to happen, what God's going to do, and just an openness to how he's going to lead. Has that been your experience? Yeah, and, you know, out of your comfort zone may turn some people off, but uh, you'll actually find that you feel more embraced uh, in this, what you thought was going to be out of your comfort zone. It's just a special kind of anointing that you receive from the Lord that uh, makes you say, well, Lord, I haven't experienced you like this in a long time. And uh, it's in those environments that we feel like we're really being used in a, in a tremendous way. My name is Robin Bren. I work here in town. Um, I'm actually a nurse, but I um, work in one of the nonprofits at Alpha Omega. I'm uh, also involved here very heavily at church. I work in student ministry and cancer care team and missions council. So um, I try to engage in all the ways that God calls me to be a part of his mission. Rod, I know earlier uh, this year, or was it last year, he went to... Uh, earlier this year. Earlier this year, mm -hmm. you were in Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. Share a little bit about what you did on that trip and how God worked. Yeah. Well, the mission in Costa Rica is called The Nest, and um, Karina and James Beach are the ones that started that. Um, and God kind of gave them the vision for what they're doing there. It's working with an indigenous tribe of people called the Bribri. They're in the uh, rainforest of the Talamanca Mountains down in very southern Costa Rica. Beautiful, beautiful place. Um, but in this particular culture, there is a lot of generational abuse of every type, um, starting at very early ages. And um, so there are a lot of women, girls dealing with stress, post-traumatic stress, really, kind of thing. And so um, when they talked about this, it just seemed like a wonderful way to go and serve and to help other women um, and perhaps very young women. Um, and it was this particular tip, trip was a, a group of all women. And we went down there to basically um, just to provide a conference for the women and children, to love on them heavily and to share, you know, the good news of Jesus Christ and so it was an amazing trip um, on so many different levels working with the women and children was was wonderful at the end of every day we had a hug line and every lady that was there would come through and get her hug and all the kids and some of the ladies you know it's like if they missed one they had to run back to the end of the line and start over again so these are people that are really needing to feel the love of Jesus Christ um, and some of the kids one little girl was very you know just kind of that thousand mile stare just blank the first day and by the time we were by the time it was the last day we were playing freeze tag in rubber boots and she was running and laughing and smiling and um, you could just see such a change in this child's experience um, all of a sudden really making a difference so um, it was amazing for all of us not only serving the Bree Bree people but um, just what we gained as well a lot of times people don't realize that but when you go on a mission trip uh, it isn't just the serving others you gain as much blessing I think I do always as the people that you're serving and so that's to me um, not an expected blessing but always comes it always happens um, and sometimes in ways you don't even expect so um, it was a wonderful trip and we felt um, 
we felt the impact. It was great to connect with the ladies who are starting up this ministry and starting the nest and just trying to connect with them and help them find ways to um, perpetuate this. Um, it's, it's really, it's a blessing, honestly, for anybody that goes. I think the whole team, if you asked any of them, um, they would say that they got more blessing out of it than they, than they gave, they feel like, you know, because it truly is. God always works in your heart, always um, tends to grow us and change us. And, and um, you know, when you go to a culture like that, um, it, it makes us as Americans step back and recognize um, that the biggest part of the world is living in very different circumstances than us, and God loves every single one of them just as much as he does us. So um, I, I feel like we all have a calling in whatever way we can. Not everybody can go on an international mission trip. Um, they might feel like they're too young or too old or have young children or whatever, but there are always ways that we can contribute um, to the ministry of various groups like this. So um, it, it was a wonderful trip. Wow, that's mm -hmm. incredible. Thank you for sharing mm -hmm. in, in your heart. You kind of hinted at this, but what would be your encouragement to that person that's watching this on Mission mm -hmm. Sunday? We have a theme of mm -hmm. ready, set, go. Mm -hmm. What would be your encouragement to them? Just maybe somebody's hesitating. Mm -hmm. They maybe feel the pull of God mm -hmm. uh, to maybe sign up for something or go, but they're just hesitating. What would you mm -hmm. say to them? Well, honestly, um, I, I, you know, I think a lot of us just realize over time that when God is calling, there's a reason, and um, you know, when you see Him at work, that's our invitation, you know. And that was the thing here; it was just obvious that God was doing such a work there. And and honestly, I wanted the privilege of being part of what God was doing. Um, and you know, I remember Pastor Walter several years ago when the faith campaign first began, and he said, you know, if you know Jesus Christ, you're a missionary wherever you are right now, you're a missionary. And if you know someone who doesn't know Jesus Christ, that's your mission field. Um, so all of us are missionaries, should be, every single day. We all have a story to tell about what Jesus has done in our life. Um, and I would say take that, you know, that step of faith, really trust God. Uh, I went on a mission trip several years ago that I didn't know where the money was gonna come from. And I was kind of hesitant and thought, well, maybe this isn't the time. And literally overnight, um, God blessed me with the work to cover exactly the amount of the mission trip and the salary that I would have lost while I was gone. And I'm like, okay, God, I guess we're going, you know. So it is amazing how God will work out those details when you follow where he leads, you know. And it, it is truly um, an amazing experience that I think everyone who goes comes back changed, comes back um, with a, a, a closer relationship with God because it's just... It's an experience unlike anything here at home, honestly. You've heard the stories. At, at the heart of Anastasia Church, is, is this compelling desire to go out and share the gospel. That's what God called us to do. You know, Jesus said, you're going to be my witnesses. The Holy Spirit's going to come to you in power, and you're going to be my witnesses in Jerusalem and Judea and Samaria to the uttermost parts of the earth. And Anastasia, you are doing it. Uh, we're part of local mission support here in St. Augustine, and, and you've seen the stories, how in significant ways we are reaching this community for Christ. And you are part of sharing the gospel to the uttermost parts of the earth, whether it be in Moldova, India, Ukraine, Canada, 
wherever. But God's using you. He's using us as church, but also he can use you individually. He wants to use you individually. Uh, one of the ways you can help is you can help by supporting the Acts 1-8 Missions Fund if God's calling you to do that. Um, I encourage you as well, just use those offering envelopes. But more importantly, God wants you to be a part of his kingdom. He wants you to be a part of doing what he's doing to bless this world. And so one way that you can do that is there are going to be lots of opportunities that you can see in the atrium this morning. Go out there, see what God is doing through Anastasia and be a part of it. You know, we keep saying here at Anastasia, it's time to run. Well, it's time to run, but it's time to run for you and for me as well. So I just want to challenge you. Get on the starting block. Make a commitment. Ready, set, go. in the name of Jesus Christ, would you say ready? Okay, and if you are setting yourself up, if you are preparing yourself to go, and you're ready to prepare yourself to go, by whatever step of faith you have to take, it might be baptism, it might be church membership, it might be going to a table and not just walking by. Don't just walk by. Find one and engage that person that's behind the table and prepare yourself to hear what God wants to do through you in their ministries. Are you if you're ready to do that, you can make commitment to go and make a connection somebody say and you're setting yourself say set. If you're really ready to do that, say set. Okay. And then after we leave this place after we sing, we're going to go. And we're going to go in the Lord's purpose. We're going to go in the Lord's plan. We're going to go in the Lord's protection. And we're going to go in the power of the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. And what are we going to do? We're going to go. We're going to go. Lord Jesus, I ask that you use us during this time. Lord, that you speak to us. Lord, your kingdom is so great. And Lord, we're part of your kingdom. You let us be subjects of your kingdom, citizens of your kingdom. Lord, help us to go out and spread the good news and bring people into the kingdom. Bring bring people into relationship to you, our King. And Lord, let them find the hope and salvation that we find in Jesus. Lord, I pray this. Do your work among us. In your precious name of Jesus, I pray. Amen.
Heavenly Father, this morning in this place, our answer is yes. Our answer is, here am I, send me. And God, this morning, whatever our mission field looks like, and however near or far it may be, Father, our answer is yes. And our answer is, here I am, send me. Amen. Church, as we go out of this place this morning, let's go out proclaiming our yes to what he's calling us to. Amen. Amen. Have an awesome week.